Free game. What's good, bro? Welcome to another episode of the Free Game Friday Podcast. I'm your host, Shay Don. This week, we're talking classic car sales with Jamel LaBranch, who's made a huge imprint on this industry in a short amount of time. Without further ado, let's hop right into it. Jamel, can you give my audience a quick intro into who you are and what you do? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, I'm named, obviously, like you said, Jamel LaBranch. Um, I'm into classic cars and, you know, auto sales, so, you know, I'm a guy I go out here, you know, and I'll find classic cars, you know, um, travel, go get them and bring them back and, you know, do the body paint, you know, mechanical work, pretty much to get it back as brand new as possible or, you know, upgrade it. And, um, you know, we sell them, you know, we keep them, um, you know, we do giveaways with them. Um, so that's pretty much what I do with the uh, classic cars. Gotcha. And one of the main reasons I wanted to bring you on is because I know, like, growing up in the environments that we grow up in, it's like we all, we all, at least our generation, we grew up looking at like the G bodies and stuff like that as the cars, like all the people that we looked up to in our neighborhoods was driving. Um, and what you've done with your business has kind of showed that we can also own those, those cars and we can do, we could create a business from using those cars. So I thought you'd be a good person to bring on and kind of speak to that. Um, and I know probably the question that a lot of people have, and I have myself is like, What's some of the resources you use to find these cars? Because you're not finding buckets, like you finding like nice cars and nice classic cars. So, what's some of the resources that you use to to do that? Um, yeah, first thing, thank you. I appreciate you for bringing me on. You know, and that you thought about me on this. So, you know, um, thank you for that. And um, for sure. yeah, I would say like you know the the things that I you said the avenues and things I use. Um, I'm real advocator with you know a lot of people think like man like I get that question asked so much. Uh. And truthfully, you know, um, I'm starting off, you know, all I'd use was, you know, Craigslist, uh, Marketplace on Facebook, uh, word of mouth, you know, with uh, social media, you know, it's a couple of cars that, you know, people just reach out to me about, you know, seeing that I collect these cars um, and, you know, um, more within the last, you know, six to nine months, you know, um, I've been uh, become kind of a partner with um someone named retro uh discovery and you know he finds you know maybe he finds he finds over half of the cars i find now so you know it kind of makes it easier so now i don't have to really search for the car you know if i'm looking for the cars i kind of just tell him and you know he um he does the research so i still look and find my own cars but he kind of you know is like a computer in a way man he can he if i'm looking for a chadelle 72 or something like that he'll you know track it down and you know find it for me so i can you know, and I just go do the work, the legwork to go get it. Yeah, and that's dope. You kind of using the resources that you have available to you, but you said something at the end. It's like I still got to do the legwork to do it because he can bring me to the the deal, but if I don't act on it, then it's not really. You know what I mean? It ain't it ain't nothing. And I think that's one of the the main disconnects. Um, yeah, with people in general is like they see, okay, here's a deal here, but if I don't act on it, then it's not really a deal. So I just want to salute you for that. Um, two, can you kind of speak to like some of the steps you got to take when you going to get these cars or when you acting on like you see a deal, what happens next? Yeah, man. And, um, you know, you see it too is, uh, you know, I'll, um, after, you know, I find a car, you know, like if I find it, he finds it, I get, uh, you know, you gotta, it's a lot, you know, like it's cars from Kentucky or, you know, uh, Atlanta, like I just found a car in Atlanta, you know, you, you gotta do the legwork to, you know, um, 
figure out how you're going to transport the car back, you know, how you're going to get them the money. It's a lot involved. And it's not just, oh, I found a car, you know, so it was a nice deal. So I bought it. You know, you got to you, you got to get the legwork done, which is, you know, locking in the car, you know, with deposits or making sure it's not a scam, you know, and stuff like that happens. So um, usually, typically, if, you know, I find a car, you know, like found one car in Green Bay, um, it was a really nice deal, um, you know, um, to get that car, what needed to be done was, man, it was, you know, a stop dropping, go get it type deal. Um, so I just, you know, talked to the guy, told him I would be on my way, you know, within the next couple hours, you know, I go get a trailer from U-Haul right now, you know, I'm going to upgrade and get my own trailer, but, you know, I would go get my trailer, a trailer from them and just hop on the road and, you know, get the cat, you know, I always try to keep a certain amount, you know, with my bank, they're really good working with me, um, to, you know, be able to obtain the cash and, um, you know, just drive up, you know, on strength of looking over the car uh, from videos that they send or pictures, you know, you kind of, you got to really visually look at the car um, before you kind of go because, you know, sometimes, you know, you can get a catfish or a lemon and you, you know, if you don't do your due diligence before asking every question possible, then, you know, you could have a, you know, a wasted trip. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I do is, you know, and I'll go out there and and get it, bring it back. You know, I used to use a lot of transportation companies, but I feel like I save a lot of money and I can kind of lock in the cars that I really, really want by, you know, just a hey, on and taking my time to go get it and um right away, you know, and not telling them like, oh, I'm going to get a transportation company or I need this time. You know, a lot of people like to know that their car is getting sold like right then and there because it's a whole America trying to get to that car if it's if it's rare enough. Yeah, and that's a good point you touched on because I know in real estate we always say time kills all deals, and you basically mm -hmm. just hit that right on the head on the, at the end there when you said I would I just started going and get them myself because I don't want to have to wait on nobody is basically what right. you what you said. Um, so that's a good point. Another thing you said was you want to make sure on ahead of time you getting pictures, videos, and stuff like that so you're not ending up with no limit. Um, what's some of the things you're looking for in those videos, or what are you asking for in pictures and videos? Yeah, that's a good question, Jay. Um, so, you know, uh, the pictures that I'm going to ask for and the videos that I'm asking for is I need to, you know, visually think about, like, if I was there, what what things I need to see or where or where spots am I going to look at, you know? And a lot of times, you know, you want to get and you want to see the rust. You want to make sure if there's if there's rust, you need to know where the rust is. You know, there's spots, you know, like if, if they have a rusted out frame, you want to probably stay away from the car, you know, depending on, you know, um, just how bad, you know, if there's, you know, rust in the panels and stuff like that you know i really try to stay away from cars like that but you know that's that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for videos with them starting the car i'm looking for them to you know sit there and hear them idle um you know because obviously i can't really hear them drive it but you can i can you can hear a car a lot of times and see how it's idling and everything like that to tell you if okay it's running good enough where you know i feel like you know i could bring it to my mechanic and you know it'll, we we can solve whatever it is but you know if it's running high or running low that's just things you look for um like yeah rust and just look at the interior i'm a big guy on dashboards too um i can tell a lot about a car off of a dashboard you know if the dashboard's all cracked up then you know it's probably a car that you know been through a lot so you know i'm gonna probably stay away from i actually yeah i'm nine times out of ten gonna stay away from it um so yeah those are the things that i look for just looking for rust and you know um what's the body damage the, the engine work just engine bay interior pictures um 
under the, you want them to get under the car and show you that's just the stuff that you know I'm gonna look for. Now, sometimes you don't get people that will, you know, send you that so you can take a gamble and say, okay, you know, um, take what you can get. And, you know, if you think the car is worth it, you know, it's, that's just the name of the game of going out there and, you know, taking the risk. Yeah, and that's a, the, I, th I think one of the biggest gems that I never thought of is when you said you that the dashboard kind of tell a story. And I think that's Mm something -hmm. that a, a lot of people I know, maybe in the car industry, they might if you're in it, but external people like me, like I never even thought about that. Like the dashboard can tell a story. And I think that's a good point um, because they I know people say, like, if you go to through somebody's house, you can kind of see how their life is set up. Um, and I think that's kind of. Like they say, if you have a dirty house, you, typically your life is kind of out of order. Um, so Yeah. that goes the same with a car, it sounds like. Um, so that's a good point. So we talked about like finding a car, getting the pictures before you go out there. So how do you determine the values? Because I know it's not like real estate where you can run some comps or it might be like real estate when you care. There is a site out there that ma
American Collector, they're they're making it a little tough. Um, and there's a couple more. Um, I think one starts with I think it's Grutney or something like that. Um, that's another big one, I believe. But those are the three. You know, State Farm is another one that if people want to use, like they they have classic car insurance as well. Um, so yeah, they're out there, and you definitely want to make sure. You know, if you got anybody that has a car, try to tell the people that buy. You know, or you know, win giveaways and things like that. Um, if they're to you know get a classic car, make sure they get collector's insurance because you know regular insurance isn't going to insure the car for what it's probably worth. So you know, if something was to happen to it, you know, where like a Monte Carlo or something, it might be you might it might be really worth thirty, but you know, a regular car insurance might only give you what is what is you know nd or nada or something like that and may value to that and then you could be only getting 10 if something happened to the car so to get your full insurance or insured amount of what you know the car is worth you definitely need to get collector insurance got you and that's a gem in itself right there um is there a certain point where you maxed out like on the amount of cars you can insure under one company that's or a good question um, I don't think you can max out, you know, as long as you got the pictures and the proof, um, I don't think no car insurance, no cl classic car insurance will, will uh, deny you a amount. You know, I'm pretty sure that, you know, they, as long as you got the proof of the pictures showing that, you know, what the car looks like, you know, and that it's in good shape or whatever shape it is you're trying to insure it for, they're, they're going to let it, they're going to let it roll. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Um, kind of like just thinking about it i know we've talked about throughout the podcast how similar real estate in the car business is and i know mm -hmm. in real estate and you know in real estate like we're not buying houses that don't need work to them like we want to be able right. to add some value if somebody's looking to get in this industry would you advise them to buy like a car that's already fixed up or do you advise them to buy a car where they can add some value to it man that's a good question um i mean i would say that you know it just it could go either or, Jay, to be honest with you, just because, um, you know, like I started off with, you know, a car that needed some work, you know, and I, I, I kind of learned along the way of how things go. Um, honestly, most cars I buy um, and get, you know, um, there it's a, a car is going to need something. So a car that needs like a whole lot, like I'm talking about like a, like a full resto, you know, like a full remodel like if you if you're talking about for a house i definitely don't recommend them to do like a, a a car that needs everything you know because you know you probably if you're just starting off you gotta find you gotta find the right mechanic you gotta find the right body and paint guy you gotta find the right place where you order parts from and where you know just all those type of things matter so you definitely don't want to get one that needs all of that you know if you if you're a person that can do the mechanic work great you know what i'm saying maybe you can find one that you know may have like a good body on it and paint you know but you know it needs a little mechanic work that's highly unlikely most of the time you know the mechanic stuff is kind of you know it's i find a lot of cars that set for 15 20 30 years you know so it's kind of like you know they might need some seals changed and you know maintenance you know and to get going but you know a lot of times yes yeah, it's, it's a lot of to get a car perfect or you know where you want it meant you know like we try to do um it's most of the time going to be body and paint that's that's needed um, somewhere, somehow, or some interior work. So I would just say, you know, always try to stay in the middle, you know, especially if you're getting a deal, unless you're getting a car, you know, that's, you know, fairly, you're getting it for fairly nothing. You kind of just want to stay with a car that, you know, um, 
that's maintainable on what you can do on it, if that makes sense. Yeah, you don't want to get into it. Like I know, like I tell people all the time, if you flip on houses, you don't want to get into a full a full rehab because you gonna like you said, you're gonna be spending your wheels. You gonna you just gonna have too much. Um, it's gonna take too much time, too much money. At right. The end of the day. And, and and to add on that, like you said, it's just you know, like for instance, uh, my 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 favorite, my number one car, um. I probably I'm going on almost a year or not, you know, I'm pretty much redoing like, you know, the, 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 I'm doing a new motor, I'm doing music. And when you got all these shops that need to get to your car and do stuff on your car, you're probably going to like have a long wait time, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a long time. If you got a car that needs like, you know, mechanic stuff and then it needs body and paint and these interior, you pretty much push yourself out like maybe a year on, you know, a return on that car. If you're trying to, you know, buy it and sell it. So you got to remember that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of wait time if you, you know, if you, the more shops you got to take it to, the more time you're going to have to wait. Gotcha. And that makes sense. What's, what's the average, like, say, for instance, you did, uh, what's the average for body paint um, and um, body work and body paint? Like, what's the average timeline for that? What's the average timeline for music um, and stuff like that? Just so the audience can kind of get an idea of, timeline and i'm saying like middle of the road like not not no um full like the body's all rusted out stuff like that yeah and you talking about from my experience or just with the typical um yeah you know, just like your see. your own experience um from my experience you know um um i use um ied customs uh that's who's done most of the, the work we do um and um that paint job the paint jobs that they do and the things that they you know it, you could typically see a uh, turnaround in depending on how much work it needs to be done, I would say 45 to 60 days is about his turnaround, you know, which is fairly, honestly, pretty quick. Um, you know, if you take it to, you know, like PC Customs out in um, Milwaukee, which is like a really big known place, you know, you could be waiting three to six months, you know, so that's kind of depending on, and that's if, if, if it's just, you know, a nice car that, you know, probably has a little bit of, rust or you know a little bit of body work needed and you just want to do a custom paint that's just how long you know weights can be for you know really good paint jobs you know um so i just have a really good relationship with um my painter and body guy so you know um i'm you know always kind of like you know have a relationship where i can you know i have like a slot because i keep cars coming in and out if that makes sense so it's kind of like he knows like if you had a, a a contractor for your remodel for a house if you after you get done with one house, if they know that they're going to have another house for you, they kind of keep you on a schedule because they know mm -hmm. that you're going to, you know, you, once they get done with a house, they got another house, you know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with him. Um, with music, um, right now, um, I've been getting the music done for, on the on, a, on my black car for, I want to say, two to, or three to four months. And, you know, but I don't think that's typical. Um, you know, it's a real custom job that we're doing on that one. But I would say usually about 45 days for that. Um, mechanic work just depends. You know, like I got a, you know, the the black one we're getting a, a, a LS motor put in. So LS swaps with rear end changes and things like that. You know, my mechanic guy, uh, Shaw Automotives, um, he's probably going to get that done in about 30 days. So that's actually pretty fast. You know, a lot of places are going to tell you 45 to, you know, 60, even 90 days, you know, they'll tell you for that type of work. So um, it just depends on the relationship, you know, and that's the thing. If you get into this, 
you know, try to build good relationships, be solid, make sure you pay things on time. Um, make sure you, you know what I'm saying? You stay on top of your job and your part, because if you don't, you know, that they, they'll, the people that's doing that work, they'll see that and, you know, they'll move on to somebody else stuff or they'll take their time on doing your thing. So you got to make sure you, you know, just stay solid. Yeah. And that's a good point. I think any business, you should try to keep that solid relationship because at the end of the day, all you got is your name. Um, so that's a Thank good, that's a good gem. Um, if I dropped you off in a new market, um, and you had, you had the cars, but you needed the work done. What do you think some of the resources you would use to find a new shop or to find, well, yeah, to find new shops to take care of, the, uh, to take care of the, the jobs you needed done. What's some of the resources you think you would use or how would Man, you that's, do that? man, Jay, that's, that's a really good question. You know, I never really thought of that to be, to be honest, bro. Like that's, that's yeah. a really good one. Um, to be honest, I think, um, if I was to get to a new market, you know, um, I would for real use like, you know, car shows because car shows is big marketing and networking events in, in a way. So you kind of will know people in the area. You can ask, you know, hey, who, who does your pain or who does this, who does that for, you know, while you walk by, you meet people. So that would be my first way of, you know, trying to, you know, learn who or where to go. Um, you know, uh, Instagram is a gem for that type of stuff. You know, you can search, you know, your areas, you know what I'm saying? See who's doing what you know type of jobs and things like that so those would be the two avenues that i would really try first um i don't think i could really you know word of mouth is, is big i'd rather go off word of mouth um and um i would go from there just to see you know who's working you know um sometimes you find good people that do good business and sometimes you just got to learn and you know um move on and, and and you'll find somebody different so yeah that's the first thing i would do yeah that's good information um so now we've kind of talked about how you find the cars, how you get the work done, how long it takes. But now when it comes to getting rid of the cars, um, well, I don't like the term getting rid of, but when you go to sell the car, um, what what type of resources are you using to get the car sold and make sure that you're kind of making a profit and stuff like that? Or not even making a profit, but just getting the car sold. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Most of the cars that I, I buy, that's one thing I had to, as you know, like right now, probably what we probably um we just we just put down on another car so i'm we're at six cars in i'll get cars man and i'm like oh i want to keep this car you know i i i actually fix these cars uh to this the 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 way of where i would want to keep the car so mm -hmm. if i know if i know i'm doing it to that standpoint over just oh i'm just gonna try here and flip it that's that's the wrong idea you need to, for you to be successful in this you definitely don't want to get that do that that's not one thing you know a lot of people probably think that and you know you really want to like for instance, you with a house. I, I love the way you um you built these houses up, you know, where you know it's something you would want to live in with your family. Right. And I respect that. And that's the way I kind of do these cars. And um that's the avenue that I'm I sit there and make sure I go through it and I do those type of things. So when it comes time to sell it, you know, I know that it is it, it wasn't a corners cut that you know it was it, it's done right. And um so I make sure I do that number one, and then number two, you know the 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 way of avenues I use is you know marketplace, you know park uh, uh I, I post them on there, my um Instagram, you know um you know Midwest Mail four hundred two, we post a lot of car, our cars on there, sell a lot of majority of them on there, um you know I've used Craigslist here and there, and um you know then there's other people that are on Instagram and stuff like that that you know you could post the cars on like a Cali broker that's a pretty much a guy that's he sets his page up as you know like everybody goes to his page to see what somebody has for sale so you know you can use 
uh, avenues like that to um, help you um, sell the car. Cause yeah, I think I've only sold sold a lot of cars um, in the last like probably two years, and um, I've only sold maybe two or three cars in Omaha, um, mm -hmm. maybe four tops um, out of all the cars. Um, and you know, you definitely gotta make sure you expand, you know, and and think bigger. Cause you know, if I was just to worry about just thinking Omaha and posting, you know, on your Facebook personal page and things like that it's harder to sell you know these good classic cars or you know what you want for them um by just relying on that yeah and, I, and that's accurate um and i personally like i i remember you got a house a, a car shipped to my house because you sold a car to somebody here in dollars so you definitely um being a thousand percent transparent on that but i've always kind of wondered how the hell you connecting with these people in different states to get these cars so. <laughs> shout out to you for that yeah man yeah just, hey hey he a real one man you you uh you definitely came through for that man that was that was a uh, I, I definitely forgot when i was talking to the guy um what jay's talking about is i sold a car in dallas to a guy that and i didn't realize he i said where are you at and he told me where he's at i'm like oh my best friend lives there and i was just like so i hit up jay and you know jay uh sent him the car and he took it for him took took it to him for me and you know and that's that's dope the relationships like you know like i have you know you in dallas you know that's a big place that that i sell cars california is big um where else is big i would say uh louisiana's bought some cars you know florida like there's certain areas you know um that atlanta um there's a couple places that are really big, you know, and it's, it's good to have relationships like that, you know, in certain areas, you know, um, I don't make the relationship for that, but I'm saying like, you know, people you can trust and people, you know, at, at are, are solid. That's always a good thing. You know, there's people that be like, Hey man, if you ever need me to look at a car for you, you know, I've had that offered a lot and I appreciate that type of thing. So shout out to, you know, um, anybody on Instagram that, you know, that that's been big or anybody on Facebook that's reached out and, you know, offers that type of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's some good people out here. Yeah, and I think that kind of goes back to when people say relationships are worth more than money, um, and that's kind of a pre uh, uh, a perfect example of that, like you said, you got people that can go look at cars for you, people that can help you get cars delivered to buyers, um, and that's a testament to you, you know what I mean, because people are not going to do those type of favors for people that aren't solid. Um, and you said that earlier in the podcast, like, you got to be solid to do any type of business, so that's a good point. Um but I've kind of like over the course of the last few years, um, since you started building your business, I've kind of seen you your your growth on social media. I've seen your giveaways. I've seen your fundraisers. Can you kind of speak to how you even kind of started getting into giveaways um, and even like how you built your social media presence and stuff like that? Yeah, man. Uh, real good question. I um. Man, uh, when we first started off, like you, as you know, like I just was going buying car or buying cars, fixing them up, and just you know selling them, you know, and that was just the only thing I was doing, you know. And um, it I seen you know when I really first started off, I'm like I seen people doing you know these giveaways and things like that, and I just was curious, you know, when once you know people that you know want to learn things, you 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 if you want to learn something, I'm a guy like if I see something and I really I'm interested in, I'm going like really dig into everything about it so um i was going to enter a, a a giveaway that someone was doing so i decided to do some research i'm like oh man that's that's pretty neat um and i'm like man that'd be cool if i, I could do something like that and I, but i was starting off so i think i might have been at i don't know two to three thousand followers or something like 
that. And I know some people might sit here and say that, like, well, that's a lot of fo- that's it's not a lot of followers when you know you. I would say, I mean, you good at this, Jay. I, uh, it's a low percentage of people that really interact and really see right. your social media unless you pay for it. So um, they may follow it because of something, but then, you know, just it falls off, you know, um, just because of that's just how that works. So, um, yeah, I just seen somebody doing one. I actually entered one. And why I entered that, the one I entered, um, I had a car that I was like, man, let me. I could try with that. It, I didn't really have too much money into the car, so the overhead was low. It actually was a pretty good, decent car um, when I um, when I bought it and brought it home. And, um, you know, the wife, she uh, really loved that car because of the colorway, and it was a really unique color. I said, well, I think this car could do good on a giveaway. So I um, I decided to just take a shot after I did all the research, like I said, and I, um, you know, um, I just took a shot at it. You know, and it's crazy that once I did it, I started growing followers. Like I'm talking about by the thousands, like, you know, two, 3000 followers were added like off of just the first giveaway. Cause people it's, it's like free, it's like promotion. You know, people are like, well, if they like the car, you know, they'll share it on their social media or tell other people. And then, you know, they'll want to enter to win it. Um, you know, and I do the giveaways for, you know, um, fundraising for the community. So I uh, give a percentage, you know, like I just did for the, uh, the last giveaway, we did a percentage that we, uh, we we gave back to the Boys and Girls Club, so we bought, um, you know, they had a wish list. Ten kids had a wish list, and we pretty much tried to buy as much stuff on each kid's wish list that um, that they had, you know. And we, you know, wrapped them and took them up there. You know, it's, it's on our social – we post the stuff on our social media so people can see that, you know, the donations that they're making towards the giveaways um, are going towards what we're saying they're going towards, you know, and we're not just making that up, you know. Um, so – yeah, it's it's a it's it's it just really grew the 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 that's what really probably I would say grew our social media presence is the the giveaways because of the rarity of the cars that were given away. They're cars that um um there's cars that people really want and they were like, Why are you giving that car away? That I get that question asked so many times. You know, we've given away what, Jay, three turbo cars that are yeah. you know, I think fifteen hundred made or things like that. Um you know, really nice cars that, you know, people would cherish, you know, and that's the point. That's the way, if you want to do successful giveaways, people always ask me that you have to give away cars that people want and that you never would want to get rid of. Um, Not a car that you like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just give away this car and you don't have no, like, no, nobody's going <laughs> to want to get, nobody's going to want to enter a, a car that, you know, that you just think, oh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an old school car. They'll, they'll enter. No, it, it don't work like that. They're entering giveaways for cars that are really fixed up, you know, or worth a lot of money or real rare. That's what makes, you know, the giveaway on my end, I feel successful with, you know, the the promotion that we do. Um, you know, me and I've teamed up, you know, now with, you know, Retro, we, we promote it, you know, on, on our social media presence. And it's been, it's been, you know, really good, you know, and I'm, I plan on keep going. I actually, today, uh, today is, um, a Saturday, you know, we're or uh, I forget the date it is the 21st, I think, right, Jay? Uh, we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna probably start another giveaway today, so I don't know when you're gonna drop this, but you know, by it's, it's probably gonna be the highest price car value car that I've, I've given away. It's actually one of my personal cars you don't even know about that. I'll let's go, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's definitely one of the cars. I, if I was to get getting any giveaway I ever did, this would be the one, so yeah, um, yeah. And that's dope. I think the I, I think um you kind of touched on it like 
everybody's not just going to jump in a giveaway because it's just a giveaway. You got to have something that people want. Um, but I exactly. think something that you left out is that you also got to do good business because the thing that you've done is like we see the over a thousand people on the lives when you're doing it. So that shows that people are actually entering these giveaways. But what we also see that a lot of people don't do in businesses. We see you calling these people, telling them that they won. You screenshotting the the money that they uh, won in the giveaways. You screenshotting them picking up the car. You know what I mean? You actually showing proof that you delivering on everything that you've um that you said you would deliver on. And so I think that go a long way. Yeah, I mean, and I appreciate that. And you know, the the transparency, tra transparent uh, actions are very big in business, and I'm very big on that because, man, um, you know, I'm not gonna like talk. It's it's hard to 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 keep going on things with people when you know you feel like things are being slighted or things like that, or you know, it's not good business being done. So I always try to be transparent and treat myself. Like, well, what if I was a customer? So, you know, when we do the giveaways, we, you know, like you see, you know, we will go in there, you know, I'll, I'll, the downloads that, you know, go through, we use rafflecreator.com. Um, that's just a reputable site that uh, actually um, everybody uses if they do one probably more, more likely because it's, we, you don't control the money. You don't control the, the, the tickets. You don't, you don't control like who, like you can't pick who wins because it's all like through the site. And, you know, we'll, once we download all the names, we show names and stuff like that to show people like, yeah, these are actual people that are in here. It's not like just set up for these people to win or anything like that. We've offered uh, often um, like if people want us to do like two, three test runs of the, you know, people said no to that. We we vote on a lot of things, too. So I try to do every avenue that could make as many people happy as possible. You can't make everybody happy, uh, but, you know, um, it's definitely the avenues of things that I'm taking to make sure, you know, like, all right, people know when I do a giveaway, they know like, all right, this guy, he's, he's proven and he, he, he stands on, you know, his word. And he know he, he values that more than trying to make a dollar. People will offer you two, three, 5,000. You know, I've had all those type of offers. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give up my name uh, or, you know, being solid for some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, the right person is going to win. Um, you know, uh, whoever, you know, God feel like should win. And that's, that's the way, you know, I like to sleep at night. So, um, I'm big on that, uh, local, a local guy just won this, the last giveaway. And, um, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, I mean, I thought it was, you know, a scam or, you know, set up or rigged, um, until he won, you know, and it's, it's like, you know, um, that's a lot of stuff that I deal with, you know, and this is, I'm happy somebody from locally won. Not for that fact, just the fact that, you know, a lot of people from out of town have been very supportive and entering and stuff like that. So people may think from here, like, oh, it's set up, you know, because of that. But it's just depending on who enters, you know, I don't I can't I can't make people, you know, um, support or, or put in to on a giveaway. So it was dope to see that. And now I'm seeing more of a response from, you know, the local people here, which is dope, you know, because I would love to see a lot of more a lot more. um classic cars you know that we we do uh around here yeah and that's dope like you, you basically just broke it all down it's like you can't control who enters um the raffle you can't control who wins but what you can't control is showing people and giving people um giving people the opportunity to have a word on how you handle business but also being transparent on how you deliver the results so i just want to salute you on that and i think that's a gem that you can tr that translate to any business you know what i mean you got to 
take feedback from your customers, but you also got to show your customers that you're delivering and that you're honest and um and that you're not going to fold or you're not going to money's not going to make you um give up your name. You know what I mean? So just want to salute you for that. Um, no, I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, it, it means a lot. Um, and you know, I, I've had customers like you know after giveaways, you know, there's people that'll hop on a, a comments and stuff like that and say things like you know, also set up or you know, and and some of the people that follow, you know, they they get on them. You know, I don't even have too many more people know, and that's I feel like you know that's 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 more cherishable. I cherish that more than fifty thousand dollars. You know, what I'm saying that somebody could probably offer. You know, it's it's you know, my name is. Is all you got at the end of the day, especially in business. You know, you do something wrong one time, you know, and everything else is could be ruined. So you gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta go about things like that. So you know, um, yeah, but appreciate yeah, that for sure. And so I know we've kind of talked about like these cars that you put, that you get, and like I've I've seen you get everything from, um, a uh, a drop like the what's the isn't the the red drop? What kind of car is that? Is that a Chevelle? That's a uh, I wish it was a Seville Chevelle. Uh it's a uh that's a seventy two uh Oldsmobile color supreme uh convertible. Okay, so I've seen you get the Cuddy, I've seen you get mm -hmm. Grand Nationals. Like where are you storing like how you where are you storing these cars or how do you like you don't have to give up the specific location, but how are you determining determining where to store these cars? Like what are you looking for when you go into these places that you're looking to store your cars at? Yeah, man. Um, good question. I so starting off, you know, um, you know, I, we own a couple of rental properties. Um, so um, I worked out some deals, you know, where I I had one that was actually vacant, you know, I was, so I was storing some cars there. I was um storing cars here, and I you know I did not start using um storage a storage mart, which is a local um um private area, you know, that you could uh, enclose uh cars, and and then I. Um, recently, you know, I was like, you know, okay, this is getting a little bit, you know, bigger, you know, we're starting to get six, seven cars and stuff like that at a time, not seven or yeah, I've had, had seven, <laughs> but, uh, like the amount of cars we have, I was like, well, you know, I didn't really like the location of where storage mart was. So I wanted something more private. So, you know, I found a place like kind of out West, um, and I'm looking at, you know, um, the reason why I, I did that is because, you know, I wanted more, uh, I wanted more ground to, you know, like have more, you know, I pay a little bit more, but I have a lot more areas and, and space and it's more private. And that's big because, you know, at Storage Mart, it was kind of like on a busier street, you know, you pull out a car, people see it, see it. And then, you know, you get a lot of hunks and stuff like that. And I kind of like to be a little, you know, more secluded and like, you know, uh, private just because, you know, you never know, you know, um, you always got to, make sure, you know, you're protecting your assets. So I just rather not, you know, be in an area where everybody can drive by and see and stuff like that. So um, I look at the area, I look at, you know, what's the space, like if I want to pull a car out and do something in, you know, um, you know, what's, how how much space do I have to do that? Um, so yeah, those things are big. Um, and the place I use now is kind of like a family owned business. So it's kind of nice to have like a relationship where you can call them and talk to them about, doing certain things and they're real open and, you know, really uh, supportive. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's some good info because I know a lot of people, they don't even think about that piece of the business. Um, when it comes to cars, it's like, you can't just park this car outside your house because like old schools, those are well, that'd some be gone of, in 30 seconds. Yeah. Those are some of the easiest cars. Like I'm personally, I've had an old school. So, so I know that those are some of the easiest cars to still. And like, those are some of the most sought out cars because they don't make them anymore. 
Um, so that's some good information. Um, if there's someone looking to do which exactly what you do, well, I know you kind of gave the game already, but what's some steps you think you would take, even starting all over again? Like, where where would you start at? And, like, could you kind of just give a quick blueprint of what they could do? Yeah, I could do that. Uh, absolutely. I think, um, like, I would want to start off and say, like, man, when you – it's people that I, I've, I've given, you know, uh, you know, my formula in a way of some sort um, and told them what I've kind of done. But the biggest thing, man, is you got to find your niche in this. Um, you got to find what's going to work for you. Everybody can't do the same thing. It's people that I've shown, like told them word for word, like how I did the, you know, the, the giveaway steps. And, you know, they weren't able to be successful in it. And that, you know, it's just because maybe that's not their niche. You know, you got to find what's going to work for you and have you stand out because, you know, what's working for somebody else, that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And, you know, if you enjoy cars, that's the first thing I would say is, you know, if you enjoy this and you, you know, something you could stick through, you know, um, I would just say make sure you, you know, you do your due diligence on asking questions or have a a, a sound um, support system with people that, you know, know about these things that, you know, you can learn because at this point, you're probably a baby at it. So, you know, you got to, you're not going to know everything, you know, it's the little things. You got to know what you what you could do to sell it or, you know, whatever you're going to do in the car business. So just making sure you, you know, you take your time, don't rush um, and just make sure you, you know, you do your due diligence on things. And um, before you, you know, you buy or, you know, you sell because you, you know, you don't want to sell a car that's wrong or, you know, that needs work and you lie to somebody just to me, I would just say, stay solid on it, man. Just stay hundred percent, like, you know, transparent, you know, even if you got to take an L, on something, you know, it's better to take an L and be solid and transparent over, you know, lie and make, you know, a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars, and now your name is kind of trampled, you know. Yeah, and that's a good point because you can, you can, um, you can come back from a loss, but you can't come back from your name having a smudge on it. So that's I like good, that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Um, so we've kind of reached the end of the podcast. What's some free game you like to leave the audience with? It could be something in business. And I know you kind of been dropping gems throughout. Um, or it could be something on a personal level. Man, that's yeah, I, I feel like I I mean, you know, just in this card game, you know, if there's anybody, you know, that I they obviously can reach out to me, but you know, um just uh just don't don't if you get into it, you know, just don't 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 overwhelm yourself with what you what you're taking in, you know, start slow. Um, be patient and, and um, just, you know, trust your process, have a plan, write down a plan, a goal on what you want to do, what you're expecting to do and make sure it's, you know, realistic. And um, yeah, just make sure you always ask questions. You know, it's always somebody, you know, it's, you, you can find a solid support system. That's 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 the biggest thing, even if it's not in cars, whatever you do, you got to you got to have that a, a support system of people that you trust to ask advice, um, you know, to get opinions from. Um, things like that is very big because that's exactly what I, I I truly even on the it's, I'm on my seventh giveaway uh, I think coming up and I I went back and forth so many times and talked to a group of people that I um I trust um on the decision to make the right decision so if I'd have just did it on myself I might have you know been like man that I, I, I wish I'd have asked somebody so just make sure you got a support system yeah and I like that because it's necessary um like you said so. We've um like we talked about everything. We kind of 
touched on different points and if somebody that's interested in doing the same thing you do or somebody that's interested in the, um even learning a card game what's the best way for them to reach out to you um to do so um yeah if they want to reach me um you know you can reach me on my uh, instagram at midwest mail 402 um you know, um, you can inbox me on there. You know, um, I'll, I'm glad to be happy to answer any questions. Or, you know, you can um, we you can follow our um, group page on Facebook, which is Midwest Mail at Auto Giveaways um, on Facebook. So those are the two avenues that, you know, if you got any questions or anything like that, you know, yeah, please reach out and, you know, I'll um, try to help you the best I can. Okay, perfect. And then I know um, you've built the brand. You and you've um you got a car show coming up. So what's the best way for them to get more information on that? Is it just those same two resources that you just listed, or is there another way for them to reach out if they either want to come to the show or if they want to um put a vehicle on the show? Or what's the best yeah, way they for could, them to do that? They can definitely yeah, just reach out to me. Um, we're a uh, registration just opened on the fifteenth. Um, we're taking about three hundred cars for this car show. There's belts, there's trophies. Um, there'll be food trucks. Um, you know, um, there, if you want to pay to come in, in, uh, just to come in, uh, you know, it's 18 and up has to pay, you know, $10, anybody under 18, um, is free. Um, if you would like to enter, just reach out to the same resources that I provided and, um, we'll, um, get you pre, we'll get you registered and, you know, uh, you know, any car from project cars to trucks, to new cars, anything, we'll have a, have a, um, a slot for anything, pretty much any type of car, you know, we're trying to make sure we're not discriminating from, you know, any type of uh, model. Free game. Thanks for tapping into another episode free of the Free Game Friday podcast. If you haven't already, please like this episode, subscribe to our podcast, free and game. share it with a friend. Thanks, be blessed, catch y'all next free week. Game. Free game.